Hey guys, welcome back. This is Chris. And this is Justine. And we are the Cirillos. If this is your first time listening, thanks for taking some time. We hope you'll stick around and listen to um, more than just, whoa. Uh, I don't know if you guys <laughs> could hear a, that, but that was, was a, that woodpecker. a woodpecker. Yeah, woodpecker trying to like oh tear down gosh. our house right now. <laughs> you guys probably can't hear it, but it's going to drive us It's like a in the back crazy. of the house. Anyways, <laughs> hopefully, uh, if this is your first time listening, that doesn't deter you and you'll <laughs> stick around. <laughs> um, the Yeah, our goal with uh, this podcast is always to just try to bring what we're working through and working on ourselves um, and or things that we've learned over the years to help couples build a happy and fulfilling um, marriage that lasts. And so we're glad you're here. Yeah, I think we're just a lot of times processing stuff right along with everyone else. Um, and we don't pretend to know all the answers. Uh, we're just trying to seek Jesus together and share what we're learning and growing in as we do that. So, and pray that it's just helpful and encouraging to anybody that's listening. Did yeah. you have any other thoughts? No. Oh, okay. No, that was it. I thought I heard a child. Oh, um, <laughs> we do. Um, so we do our podcast just in our living room. And right now it's nap time or rest time. Weekend our, nap time. Um, three, almost four. He'll be four next week. Well, soon after this podcast comes out. Um, yeah. <clears throat> he has to go in his room for rest time. So, yeah, we just like make it happen when we can. But yep. so that means that you might hear woodpeckers pecking on our house or <laughs> our child interrupting us. But yeah, or a few minutes a jet plane was going overhead, like <laughs> a like legit military jet, and it's like <laughs> like the whole house yeah is shaking. We yeah, live, so, <laughs> so it's pretty it's sweet, pretty fun around here. <laughs> but we thought we would dig in a little bit. Um, last week we had shared on kind of our weekly rhythm and meeting and how we set up a weekly schedule and kind of like our ideal week and then what we do during our weekly meetings as a husband and a wife so that we can logistically make sure we're on the same page and that the, you know, that she gets time as a mom and that we figure out, you know, what our plans look like for church community and people having people over for dinner and all the ins and outs of the week, that stuff we get out of the way. And then that way on date night, we can just really kind of enjoy ourselves, do absolutely nothing if we want to, build a puzzle, <laughs> which we've done recently, or actually go on a date night, which is more rare um, with kids these ages. But nonetheless, we still try to make a point for that. Um, so we talked about all that, but we really wanted to address something that was kind of looming in our minds. Which yeah, was it's like the other the other side of planning yeah I guess or like the just to kind of yeah. balance it out because I think sometimes it can become like oh I have this plan and I need to stick to this plan or and I'm very yeah, much there's like no that. room for interruptions yeah I'm pretty <laughs> type a um you know this military past <laughs> so it's like yeah. when you make a plan like you execute and you finish <laughs> it you know <laughs> Yeah. And so uh, it's hard for me to, to kind of ad lib sometimes. But, you know, I, I thought as the spirit has really been challenging me on this for many years, which I'm still such a work in progress on that we should talk about 
kind of this idea of what happens when your week doesn't go as planned or like how we should approach interruptions and kind of like changes and all that kind of stuff. Cause probably what most of you were thinking when you listened to last week was like, well, this all sounds good and great, but like nothing ever goes as planned. So what's the <laughs> yeah. point of having like a weekly rhythm written out or, or a, yeah. like an agenda for our weeks. Mm-hmm. And I think to clarify, like one of the things that was really on my heart is the way that I would describe it is like we plan our weeks so that the most important things are scheduled and so that we are trying to do those or work on those things mm-hmm. um, as often as we can. And like, uh, you know, those things that God has put on our heart mm-hmm. um, and then we can like shift if needed. And yeah, there's yeah. flexibility there. Um, and just freedom in it. Um, like you said, we try to be intentional about the things that are most important to us and our values. Um, but with that also recognizing that the highest value is people. So people are always going to come before our plans. Um, like this last week we had plans to record our podcast one night And it just didn't happen because we had people (laughs) come into our life that, um, not come into our life, but that just needed some help. And so we're never going to not say no because of these other things that God, God has put them on our heart and we want to steward them well, but ultimately people are going to come first. Yeah. Would you say that that's... Yeah. Kind of like with the balance that we try to. Well, and Jesus was the same way. And I think like, (laughs) Mm. um, you know, as Christians, we have to look to Christ as our example in all things. Like uh, Christians literally means like little Christ. Yeah. And so like we are supposed to grow up into the likeness of Christ. That's, you know, Ephesians four is like, we're to be measured with the full stature of Christ. Like our, everything we do is like, pointed at him and then assessed by him and him only. And so as we think about like, well, what did Jesus's life look like? Did he, you know, did he like interruptions? Did he hate interruptions? And so I think there's a lot of places where we see these interruptions take place. And he was really like gracious and leaned in to those times of interruptions. um, Well, and he saw those as like his, his ministry too right like the interruptions is where yeah i think the interruptions are the ministry yeah like because you you see paul do this too like i still like i always remember this section of scripture and i always screw up the countries (laughs) i can never remember them correctly but like paul is like on a missionary trip and he like the spirit leads him to one place and he gets to like the border and he like take he goes to bed and then he has a dream and the spirit is now like telling him to go somewhere else and he's like you know so interruptions and changes is kind of like god's mo yeah totally but never was jesus living like this hectic frantic or like un um i don't know what the word maybe like discombobulated life because sometimes when i think like oh it's okay to have the interruptions i think of like it to the extreme where like there's never any 
intentionality in your time or your days. Um, and, and there's so, never any like sacred time. Like Jesus was very intentional about, out about yes, being interrupted, but also taking time for himself to pray and be with the father. Um, so yeah, when I, th- there's a lot, I think that goes into allowing interruptions, if that makes yeah. sense. Well, Jesus was intentionally slow. Yeah. Um, and I think that made space for interruptions. I think yeah. as we're like busy and hustling and bustling, like we're not allowing ourselves to be interrupted because like we won't even, as we're walking down the street, like look up at someone mm-hmm. who we're walking past long enough from our phone yep. in order to like even see people. Yeah. And or even so, like in line at the grocery store. Yeah. There's just so many opportunities where we can allow interruptions or just not be in like a hurried, distracted state. Yeah. And Jesus was so slow that he let one of his close friends die on purpose. (laughs) Like, you know, if if you guys look, um, there's the, the story of Lazarus and like his sisters, Mary and Martha. And basically like they came to Jesus said, Lazarus is sick and uh, he needs you to come heal him. And Jesus was like, cool, I'll come. And then takes <laughs> four days and Lazarus dies in the yeah. process of yeah. like him being slow. And Jesus was doing other stuff. Like, mm-hmm. you know, he was busy with other ministry things. Um, and the example that's being set here is not that like Jesus was busy with ministry, so he neglected his friends. It was that like Jesus was so in tune with the spirit of God and he was God and he was so like dialed into the father's will that he knew that the father's will was for him to raise Lazarus from the dead later and that he would take his time and fulfill the interruptions and the things that he was doing and he would walk slowly. Like there's... Mm -hmm all this talk of like three mile an hour Jesus, which is like the speed that just like a slow leisurely pace. Yeah. And so you see all these interruptions like John eight, he was interrupted in the middle of speaking uh, to like a crowd and the Pharisees brought this woman caught in adultery and like drug her right into the middle of his sermon basically. And like dropped her right in the middle and was like, what do you say about this? You know, like huge interruption and Mark 14, you see this woman like pouring years of wages worth, or excuse me, a year's worth of wages of perfume, like on Jesus's head and like spilling tears all over his leg and like scrubbing his leg with her hair. And everyone's like confused and like, what's going on? Why is she wasting all this money? And Jesus is just trying to eat dinner. Like they're around the table. And the only time they were doing that is to eat. Mm -hmm. So he's literally sitting with all these people at Simon's house trying to eat. And this lady's interrupting. And yet it was this beautiful picture of who Jesus is and like yeah. what he, um, what he does. Yeah. And then, um, you've got Luke eight where the woman who's been bleeding for 12 years, you know, like touches his robe as he's passing through a crowd and the centurion and Mark, or excuse me, in Matthew eight, um, who interrupted his walk and, you know, needed him to go, uh, heal his servant back home. Um, so it just goes on and on. And yeah. Uh, the, yeah. Well, and I think the whole story of Jesus is just filled with interruptions. If you, if we look at it, um, 
yeah, he was just interrupted a lot, right? Yeah. All throughout his time in ministry. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I think it would be important for us to just kind of always look to that as an example. Um, yeah. So how does this have to do with our plans and all that kind of stuff? I think um, part of the purpose of planning a weekly rhythm and everything is actually to work in margin. Um, mm-hmm. You know, not over planning, making sure the important stuff is put in and creating space. I think we are, I think, I think as Americans, we're over busy. Like Jesus was a busy guy. He was always being pulled one way and that way and all this stuff, but he was really intentional with his time. He was slow. He was careful. He was calculated. He would escape whenever it was overwhelming, perhaps, or like, I don't think he really got overwhelmed. Maybe he did. He experienced, I think, everything that we did. Yeah. Um, But like he would say, you know what? I need to then go spend time with the Father, the source of life, and I'm going to escape for a while and pray and all that stuff. So you see a lot of margin amongst all the busyness of Jesus's ministry. And I think our lives should be the same way. We should we should plan and we should schedule and we should put all these things in and we should do so in an intentional way that leaves us places to go. If somebody calls you and they need some help or they need to talk or they want to come over or, you know, you're going to go meet for coffee or have lunch or get together for dinner or whatever ministry related function or someone needs help moving or or whatever it is that you need to be a part of like do you have margin and space for it have you created that in totally so i think all of those are um well and there's some weeks where our plans do go um just kind of the way that we have them planned out yeah yeah um and and so nice weeks and (laughs) and then we're being intentional about putting time and effort and energy towards the things that are of value to us in our home and our family and raising our kids and making sure that we have, um, nights set aside for each different, uh, I guess value that we have or trying to make intentionality about that. And so, yeah, I'd say, just because there's the possibility for interruptions doesn't mean that we shouldn't be putting plans in place to to do the things that God has put on our heart. Yes. And like I would also encourage you feel okay missing out on the normal things of call it the world or society or culture like I think a lot of families shape their their to-do list around like their kids and the sporting events and the activities and all that stuff. And I would say like, there's nothing specifically wrong with your kids being in sports, but if that totally consumes everything to where like you then feel like maybe you don't have the margin that you need to do the things you feel God has called you to do, then I would perhaps say that that's a time to maybe really dig in and prayer and consider like how you should shape or, or structure maybe more margin or things like that. Cause, um, 
there's nothing wrong with like we have activities that we do. There's fun stuff that mm-hmm. we uh, that we do with our kids, and we want our kids to be involved in things. But those things should not replace what like the ministry functions that we're called to be a part of as Christians in the church. Yeah, I think um, it comes back to knowing what the mission is for your family, like and the vision that God's put on your heart for your family's future. And then from there, you can plan your days and weeks accordingly rather than saying, oh, well, we signed up for this sport or we are committed to this activity. And so that's going to kind of dictate the culture and mission for our family. Instead, seeking the Lord first and saying, okay, Lord, what do you, how have you built our family to specifically impact our community? And what um, attributes have you placed in each one of us so that, and then allow God to dictate your days. Yeah. Is that, does that make sense? I don't know if I'm saying that right. Yeah. I think it all comes down to like, um, what is your family mission? What is your like purpose and direction? I mean, um, so just as a, like, uh, um, this is unplanned, so hopefully it's okay with you (laughs) just as a, like a heads up for you in terms of like some of the stuff we're thinking through, we're actually building out a resource that we're going to have, um, that teaches families how to simple, like how to use simple and easy framework to walk through, um, crafting a family mission statement, um, the pillars and the guiding principles of the family and all this stuff that's wrapped up in all these things you hear us talking about in terms of finding direction. It's going to talk through, you know, understanding your calling and assignments in different seasons and, um, you know, wrapping that all up with micro habits and things like that. And, um, so keep your eyes peeled for that as we, um, make that available in, in coming weeks. But, uh, I'm sure this is probably like a, um, like a repeating gong or whatever going off. Like every time we do a podcast, our stuff is rooted in this idea of understanding what God's called our family to and the mission that we're on. And so it can get confusing as you're listening or maybe even just kind of, um, I don't even know how to describe it. Kind of like a, just a numbing feeling when like it's, it's not resonating because maybe you don't personally have a mission for your family Mm -hmm. or you haven't caught like a fresh vision for what God's intended to do through your family or your marriage or you personally. And so, um, be encouraged that's coming. That'll be available and you guys can use that. Um, but I think it's really important. Like all of these things, you know, businesses, um, they don't just, uh, plan their weeks, with random activities, a business doesn't shape their weekly rhythm and, you know, uh, respond to interruptions with like, without, uh, the guiding principles of, um, what their mission statement and their direction as a company is right. Otherwise they would never make any money. They would never accomplish anything because they're just doing aimless activities and filling their time. And so our family shouldn't be any different. Um, and as we think about interruptions and how we respond to interruptions and how we plan our week, I think that's really key. 
Yeah. So that was what we had planned for you guys today. We just really wanted to encourage you that even though we talked a lot about planning and scheduling and all that stuff, that there's flexibility and grace and it's actually intended to give you freedom for the interruptions and for the um, fun stuff that God might bring into your week. So hope you enjoyed this. If you um, did and uh, you want to, feel free to shoot it in a text to a friend, share it with somebody, post about it. We would so appreciate that. Uh, we really hope this blesses you and blesses other people. And yeah. uh, if you ever I'd have any also, feedback. Oh, yeah. sorry. <laughs> nope, go. Um, if they pop over to our website and get on our email list, then when we when we have that resource available, we can send it out easily to them. Yes, yeah. And we've got some other free resources as well that you guys are welcome to grab. Um, the five blind spots uh, and how to avoid them. Mm-hmm. Um, our tech guide. Um, our weekly meetings, uh, questions, which you would have heard about last week, uh, on last week's podcast. And, uh, we are actually delivering a marriage tip of the week every week in our email, uh, as well as an update on all the other free content that we're putting out. So if you guys want to get a free marriage tip every week, as well as all the other stuff, um, head over to chrisandjustine.com uh, and, uh, get on the email list. Uh, that would be available below in the show notes also. I just (laughs) thought of that. So we love you guys. Thanks for listening. um, And we will see you next time.